Greetings, astro darlings, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. I'm Deb McBride in Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, the 13th of August in the year 2023. So today is a special day because we have had, very early this morning, um, the conjunction of the Sun and Venus. And this is important, as I spoke about last week, with the five-pointed star and the five-petaled flower, Venus and the sun meet in the sky about once a year, but this time, since Venus is retrograde, this is a very powerful, potent conjunction, and they are meeting in Leo. And this is all about the vitality, the energy, the power of the sun, the purpose of the sun. And then there is Venus being the love, beauty, art, financial principle in this experience. And she is connected to the sun in a very strong conjunction because she's slower and because this is when she's passing between the sun and the earth. Now, as I mentioned last week, after today, she will take her little journey and then come out on the other side is as a morning star. She's been an evening star and was getting earlier and earlier to see her. You know, she was be maybe not so much at your sunset. Maybe she'd be earlier than that. Um, but she now becomes a morning star. But because she's so close to the sun and she's exactly meeting the sun, we call this Kazimi, C-A-Z-I-M-I. And this is all about how Venus and the sun are exactly conjunct one another. Otherwise, she's what we know we call combust, which she's been for a little while now because she's been close to the sun and will be for another couple days. And she is combust because she's in a certain degree of the sun you know, she's within a certain degree of the sun, and that's hot, obviously. So it it's like Venus gets enveloped in the flames of the sun. So it's a little more potent Venus. It's a little, maybe a little more spicy Venus. It's she is hot, and this is sizzling, and she is definitely in a very strong energy. So you may have felt things, maybe things happened for you. Maybe there were moments yesterday that were very powerful or today that were very powerful for you. Maybe there were emotions that came up for you. It could be also that people arrived in your life in a very interesting dynamic with you, like maybe you met some new people, maybe you were releasing old people. And in my case, so one of our neighbors who's been here a year, um, and he and his girlfriend are having a baby, so they needed to move to a bigger space. And not my neighbor that went to the wedding last week. This is a directly across door, across the door. And they, we've all gotten along really well. And I said, hey, the band is breaking up because they or had to leave because the space they needed bigger apartment space for for the new baby that's coming in November. And you know, I went I was going out yesterday afternoon and spent some time with friends and I wanted to say they were in the process of moving and I went to say goodbye and only the the girl was there and she said, 
um, oh yeah, he's like, they're moving and they're at the other place and, and they'll be back and forth. I said, okay, I wanted to say bye and, and stuff. And the guy had texted me the night before and said, I'm going to miss you. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize like, you know, how we had all really become friends. You know, I mean, there were days and stuff, weeks you don't see them because they're busy and you're busy and all, and I was busy. And then he said, I'm going to miss you. And I went over and I was talking to them for a little while. And then yesterday she said, oh, I hate goodbyes. I don't like goodbyes. And we gave each other a hug and it was, it was emotional. So I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I was more emotional than I expected. And so it was, it was something. So there, there was something. Sometimes Venus retrograde makes us say goodbye to people. And I have seen things happen under Venus retrograde that were emotionally deep and complicated and sometimes releasing. You know, you have to say goodbye to something or someone or you might get some news that is not exactly what you want to hear. Now, I have had a variety of unfortunate circumstances come up when Venus goes direct and, you know, they were inevitable in in those ways um but i've also had good things happen you know i did say goodbye to new york city and my apartment in new york city i left my apartment during the venus retrograde of 2017 and i left it to you know i packed everything up and shipped it and then came here came back here because i had been here and then i had to come back i had to ship out everything from there but that was you know that's a very positive for me experience but leaving and saying goodbye to something, someplace I'd been for 20 years in that particular apartment, I'd been in New York longer, but that particular apartment I'd been in for 20 years, almost 21 years. And so this was a very strong, uh, powerful thing. And it was, it was moving, obviously. Uh, moving emotionally and moving physically. <laughs> but this is... You know, we, we may have experienced something when, you know, Venus and the sun met and sometimes it's goodbye. And, you know, but, you know, you, you might have something really good happen and really good things come come forward as Venus and the sun meet. So it's never one thing for everybody. It's you, it's your chart, it's everything. So however your experiences are and have been, that is something that you needed to contend with. And that's why it's a little difficult to predict. You know, perhaps this is not something that I would have necessarily expected for me. Um, but the fact that they left yesterday and today was that Venus-Sun conjunction. Yes, there, there was definitely going to be emotions. Now, the other thing is that I have felt a turning point here. I feel like this is now... The second half of the Venus retrograde, the first half was the first three weeks, and now we've got another three weeks till Venus goes direct. And the thing is here that when Venus is now passing the sun like this, and they're now they've met and they're moving in their, their respective directions, I felt uh, a release of a lot of the tribulations that have been going on in the last several weeks. It was definitely complicated. There were definitely things going on. It was like a waiting period for certain things, waiting period for some people. And now here we are, we are in a place that is 
absolutely um, a different shifting of energy and that's important it feels better to me so after we get past this little hump of today and whatever that means today definitely felt better than yesterday to me okay uh, even though I had some lovely exchanges yesterday there, but that was, that was the poignant moment. So I had my poignant moment and then we just moved on and I moved on and everything is shifting and changing just since these last couple days. So I have to say that something in your life is probably shifting and changing for the better, hopefully, uh, during these next few days. So that's, that's the good news of the sun and Venus. And it's it's combust it's hot it's a hot aspect so don't be surprised if you're more emotional or particular about something in the process of this we still have three more weeks to go and that three weeks is really about uh you know sorting out the rest of the emotions the finances the the deep things that venus wants us to look at during her backwards motion time now I had my first class last week of the first session of Harmonizing Prosperity, and it was great. We had a wonderful class. There was great participation. Uh, I was very happy. They were very happy. And you can still join my class and work through all this Venus stuff with us together in these next several weeks. I would love to have you. So please, if you'd like to join my class, you can email me. Deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com or you could go right to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and click on book online and find the class which is there harmonizing prosperity sinking heart soul and wallet and you know we talked about boundaries the first week and we talked about energy and leaky energy so this was really important because boundaries and this is something really important for Venus retrograde to look at your boundaries and I'm not going to go into it because I spent 90 minutes talking about it the other night, but obviously they are a vast topic. Boundaries are huge. And if you join, you'll get to see the first episode, the first class, and you can watch it and hear all about it. And I gave homework and you can join us for the other four sessions that are coming. So I would love to have you. Now, we have other big things going on this week. Venus is going to talk to Chiron in a trine. In if Chiron's in Aries, and this is tomorrow, and this is tomorrow at 10:55 a.m. Eastern Time, they are speaking to each other. Um, this is important because Chiron is where we feel wounded. Now, after this Venus Sun thing, and if there was a poignant moment, this is a good thing to smooth over any sort of prickly points that you may have experienced in these last couple days. Venus and Chiron did this before. Remember, she was in Leo for a while. So this was June 29th. So maybe something happened for you at the end of June and you knew about it and you knew what was coming or how it felt. And June 29th was something that uh, may get raked up again tomorrow. Maybe you go back in your diary or journal your calendar and see what happened then. So Venus is here to help smooth this over a little bit, any wounds, any ouches, anything that that's going on. But we may go a layer deeper. Remember Venus is retrograde. She'll do this again. She'll come back and she'll try and Chiron on her way out of the retrograde when she's direct and she's moving forward. Okay. And so there'll be that, there'll be that experience of Venus 
and Chiron. Now, Venus is also going to be very close to the new moon that we have on Wednesday the 16th, and that's this Wednesday. So there is a new moon, and that uh, two-week-ago full moon, you know, this is the this is the other side of that. Remember, that was a full moon. It was in Aquarius. The sun was in Leo. This is the sun and the moon in Leo. And I really feel like this is a deep moment. Now, Venus and the sun have already met, but the moon and Venus are also going to meet. Uh, that would be on Tuesday, but the sun and the moon are meeting Wednesday, 5.38 a.m. Eastern time. The moon will go into Leo tomorrow, 6.36 a.m. There, It's going to, that's Eastern time, it's going to travel through Leo and get revved up. So we're in the dark of the moon now. We're in the balsamic phase of the moon, and then it will become new, and then we will connect with that at 23 degrees of Leo. And Venus will be close, will not be exact, but will be close to, to the sun and the moon. So I have to say Venus is part of this new moon, and she's retrograde. So it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And how we experience this new moon with Venus is very powerful and potent. And this is now like a zap of energy on top of that Venus. And the moon is becoming new as it reaches Venus, like the day before. Moon and Venus are going to meet 8.44 p.m. on Tuesday evening Eastern Time, and then they will become, you know, connected to the sun. And it's all very juicy, but <laughs> there's, another, there's another factor in this. It's all going to square the planet Uranus. So let's talk about that. Uranus is the planet of the unconventional, the planet of chaos, brilliance, genius, and some extremes. And Uranus is kind of like a bit of a roller coaster. So what's going to happen first is the sun. So, you know, imagine there you are and the sun and the moon are getting close to one another. And Venus is already in Leo. The sun is already in Leo. Now the moon goes in Leo. So now we have three planets as of tomorrow. Three planets will be in Leo. And they are going to travel together and the sun on Tuesday at 10.35 p.m. Eastern Time will square Uranus. Venus already made her second square to Uranus. Remember last week I said there's, there's stories evolving. There are stories evolving, stories that went back to the early part of July, and now we have another component, another chapter in the story. So what was that for you? Now the sun is coming, and if things were bumpy, for you, when that Venus squared Uranus, then you can be sure the sun is going to come and heal this. Even though it's squaring Uranus too, it's going to, the sun, whenever it passes over something, usually heals something profound there, okay? So this is important because the sun is going to pass over that same place Venus was when it squared Uranus, and it's going to square Uranus just like Venus. This is a challenging relationship. Now, I'm going to step back to last week for a moment. I thought that those days prior to that Venus square Uranus were intense. <laughs> I think it was I think it was a lot. I think last week was a lot. The first part of last week, then the then the square happened and then we could breathe. I felt like we could breathe better after the square of Venus to Uranus. And I just sat down with myself on Wednesday morning and was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> 
it was just so, so much, so much. And I really felt that Venus Uranus, but I'm a Venus Uranus person anyway. But this is so, so deep and so, you know, bringing up stuff and making us confront stuff and work through stuff because remember this story started weeks and months ago and we are unraveling the the various pieces of it they may not look like each other it may not be point a and then point b and then point c it may be a layer of emotion that we had to contend with to get to the next space with Venus retrograde, right? It may be, you know, this is always going to be different. Venus squared Uranus, surprises and good things came the first time. Now, now she's retrograde. So now we're going to go a layer deeper and it's like a, a layer underneath the surface gets rattled. It's Uranus, remember? This is so deep and important and emotions flowed as a result of that. So this was a very... I would have to say uh, sort of a, an intense resurfacing of old emotions that needed to get discarded, released. We don't need them anymore. Maybe there was some story that started and the second layer of that story that happened last week was not entirely comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable. I don't think people felt comfortable. I think it was, I, you know, I talked to my other neighbor who said, wow, this was a really intense week. I had so much to do. People were really busy. A lot happened in this last week. So I think there were some deeper emotions that we had to contend with. And, you know, they surprised us. Of course, it's Uranus, right? So as we move forward through this week and we get the sun squaring Uranus, hopefully there will be some healing energy. There may be a little bit more surprise and some other elements to that story. But then when we get to Wednesday, you know, this new moon happens at 23 Leo and Uranus is going to be at 23 Taurus. So that is a fixed square, folks, and it's going to be 538 a.m., Eastern time on Wednesday morning, which means if you weren't planning on getting up early, <laughs> take an extra, take an extra, you know, um, glass of warm milk the night before <laughs> to keep you asleep, to calm your nerves because Uranus is always a bit rattling. And, you know, that's the kind of morning your cat comes in and jumps on you at 530 in the morning. Like, meow, you know. Like mine came in the other night and she's just like howling, sitting in the middle of the bedroom floor howling. And I said, no, no. <laughs> I just rolled over and went back to sleep. I don't know what time it was. I don't even think it was light yet, but she was she was howling at me in the middle. I'm like, I don't know what she wanted. She wasn't getting me out of bed, that was for sure. <laughs> but that's the, that's the kind of energy that might happen on Wednesday morning. So don't be surprised if you wake up too early, if there's things going on that surprise you. But try to get some extra shut-eye or go to bed early so that if you do get rattled, you won't feel so um, disturbed throughout the rest of the day walking around with two picks holding your eyes open. And if you're in a different part of the world, like Europe or Australia, this will happen at a point that will not really affect your sleep, which is a good thing, right? So... We are working through some really profound stuff in these days. This is a new moon. It's always like this vitamin shot of new energy, new things. It's like 
when you if you read the tarot the aces are new the ace of cups the ace of wands this is like the ace of wands because it's that new fire fiery energy and but venus will be with it so i expect that we are going to have some uh things relative to venus uh money love relationships people things like that okay so that's the big big event this week it's not just a new moon with venus it's not just a new moon it's a new moon with venus squaring uranus so this is there may be some surprises so just be aware and keep your eyes wide open and keep your self-conscious be very open and aware in the consciousness sense as we move through the week we're going to see um, the sun then talk to Neptune next Sunday. And that's going to be that same way that Venus has been talking to Neptune in that in conjunction. So again, whatever we've been dealing with, anything that was a bit of an ouch, anything that's uncomfortable, the sun is coming in. And I think it's interesting because the sun's going to come in and just sort of, you know, spread joy and vitality over the areas that Venus has already touched. So, and then we, here we are, we're, we are in the last full week of Leo. The sun is going to go into Virgo on the 23rd, which isn't this week, it's the following week. And we still have another 10 days of, of Leo season. But, you know, this is the last time that I'm going to sit with you on a Sunday this year and say, we're in Leo season. This is the last week. Next week, I'm going to say, this is the end of Leo season. And it's unbelievable how quickly time is going. But I say that all the time, don't I? Um, but in these 10 days of Leo season, what do you want to create? What do you want to create? Because this is the creative time. This is the creative time of you know, imagination and artistic talent and deep, deepening creativity, deeply reaching in to pull something creative out of our beings. And if you feel creative in the sense that you want to make something, and it could be simply as, hey, you know what, I think I'm going to redecorate the bedroom or I'm gonna buy some new linens for the bathroom and you just wanna brighten it up a little bit with some new things, then that's it. You'll get a discount on those. It's Venus retrograde, right? Go look for the linen sales. <laughs> and maybe that's what you wanna do, but these are things we do under Venus retrograde and, and when Leo is where the sun is. And the sun rules Leo. So the experience of Leo is always about that fiery creativity and self-expression. And you know what is it that you wanna create in these next 10 days? Get excited. There's a new moon coming in Leo and you'll have another week after that to experience that new moon. My instinct and intuition are telling me that this is like this is the juicy part of Leo that we're getting into now with that new moon and with Venus. And you may surprise yourself, there's Uranus. So it could be a very deep longing to be creative and connect to your own creativity and I say go explore that creativity does not mean you need to take a pottery class or an art class although you may like to do those things but where can you be creative in your work creative thinking thinking outside the box remember we're dealing with Uranus so where could you kind of get a little unconventional and forward-thinking innovative 
in this next 10 days, okay, as we move into that square and afterwards. Like, what inspires you in this moment? What do you want to, what do you want to do? What do you want to get inspired about? Okay, so this is something very, very profound and, and I think good. I think it'll wind up being very good. In the meantime, on Wednesday, there's some other uh, profound aspects happening, and that is that the Mars, which is in Virgo, and that's the other thing. Mars in Virgo has felt very specific. It was very specific. In these weeks, I feel like I ha- I'm learning more about the specifics of how to promote myself and my business and those kinds of things. And what, what specific things are you learning? Because that's uh, Virgo loves specifics, details. And so we've got Mars and Mercury there in Virgo. And that's where Mercury will retrograde next week, the 23rd, the day uh, the sun goes into Virgo. Okay, so we've got another 10 days till Mercury goes retrograde in Virgo, its favorite sign. So here we have that mercurial energy, that thinking energy, and Mars comes along this week in Virgo and makes a trine, a very flowing, lovely relationship to Uranus. They are both in Earth signs. Mars trines Uranus. This is, and we're almost in a grand trine because Pluto is at the end of Capricorn, remember? And so we've got Mars, Uranus, Pluto. It's a little bit wide to Pluto, but I would have to say this is something, you know, that we're looking at in a unique sense. And Uranus and Pluto are going to make that trine. Um as Uranus, not not exactly and not this year, but they're going to get closer to each other and they're going to make that trine. And this Mars is sort of tying it together this week on Wednesday. So in addition to this square to Uranus, Mars is making a smooth aspect to Uranus. Now Mars is the action-taking planet. Mars loves to step forward initiate, take action, and in Virgo, it wants to work hard. So you might feel yourself working harder. You have the urge to work harder. You feel like you have been working hard, very committed and devoted to your work. And that's the thing about Virgo, they're loyal. And so whenever we've got a good amount of Virgo energy around in the skies, we are looking at loyalty and you know, when you think about it, your loyal employee, you know, your loyal employee is going to work hard. If they've got especially if they've got Virgo planets, you know. And the loyalty of Virgo is important and is very deeply connected to work ethic. Work ethic is very Virgo, okay? And that's why we've probably felt very inspired to work hard on things. Now, remember, there's all this creative energy still flying around the heavens, and then we've got this work-oriented energy. And so I, I think that they can sort of dovetail and support one another, especially since Mars is going to be trining the Uranus that the new moon and Venus are squaring. So this is something interesting. Mars and Uranus are in this nice, easy, flowing dynamic with Pluto to a degree. And this is about some sort of, you know, ease of transformation in one's work. Where can you see new horizons in your work? Where could you be really brilliant about the next step? You know, it isn't just busy work with Virgo. We want to use this energy to develop and create something new 
because it's making a really good relationship to the planet of the new, that's Uranus. So taking the next step forward, taking the next step into development, into innovation, this is really powerful. And Wednesday's the, Wednesday's the powerful day next week, okay? In the coming week, Wednesday is the powerful day. So I would really say that this is some, you know, good juice that's there to support us in uh, accepting some new roles and some new levels of uh, engagement with our work and, and brilliance in how we can make it go forward in this like new way. So it's exciting. This is exciting energy. So hopefully you've got some irons in the fire. And if not, maybe Mars will help you put some irons in the fire because that's, that's a really good representation of those, those energies. Just starting something, getting revved up, getting excited about it, but being very loyal and hardworking and uh, committed and devoted to your craft. So that's that's a really good uh, support of that new moon. The moon after it's in Leo will then go into Virgo. And as that's the that's the natural zodiac, the moon will go to Leo, then it'll be going to Virgo, and it will touch that Mars on Friday the 18th. And that will enhance whatever is already going on with Uranus because you know the moon is gonna be connected to Uranus as well. And that's another trine, you know, as Mars, Mars isn't going to be that far away. So there's still that vibe in the air and the moon is going to help tie it all together. So it's, it's asking for innovation in a very supportive way. Like you will feel like you can step out and get innovative and then other people could get behind it. And you will feel that this is uh, moving forward and not struggling to move forward, walking, walking smoothly forward with your new creative ideas. So that's, that's a really positive thing. I think that the second half of the week is going to be really positive and uplifting as we, as we move through that. And that is our week. We won't see Mars opposing Neptune in Pisces till we get to August 22nd, but that's all for next week's podcast. In the meantime, if you'd like to have a session with me, you can contact me, thegoldenastrologer.com, and book a session there. Just click on book online. And you can see me on Instagram all week because I will be posting various content, uh, some of it videos about astrology, some of it I'll be still talking about my class and some other things. And you are able to see me, The Golden Astrologer, on Instagram. And I am very much available for expansion mentoring as well. And you can email me about that, deb at debmcbride.com, info at thegoldenastrologer.com, and talk to me about what we can do and what expansion mentoring is all about. And I'm there as a longer support to you rather than just one session, which really works well, you know, the experience of that is really something that I think supports people thoroughly in their process. So it's a great thing. I invite you to join me in that. And as I said earlier, you can still join my class. So join my immersion. It's still going to go on for another four weeks. If you join right away, you won't miss Tuesday live. Um, otherwise, you can always watch the recordings. All are welcome. And just you know, go to my website again, thegoldenastrologer.com, and you can book yourself there in the class, or you can uh, email me about it, deb at debmcbride.com, 
info at thegoldenastrologer.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful new moon. Remember, new moons are great for new rituals and initiating new plans and new things. So make some new wishes. This is a big, bright one with, well, we won't see it, but of course, it's a big, bright energy with Venus and Uranus and then Mars and Uranus. So we've got some really exciting Wednesday ahead of us. Have a beautiful week. Gratitude and love to all of you for listening. See you soon.